Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is one of your hosts, Mike, alongside Joe in the back room, who is slowly dying. His voice is basically gone. Joe, say hello. Hello. I just voice made for radio. We got Craig chilling here, and then joining us this week, we have our buddy Nick. Nick, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. I uh, also am not in the best of straits because I've had COVID for the past week, but you know. Hanging in At least there. we have a voice. <laughs> I mean, Joe literally sounds... I, I can't... He sounds like he's just fading off as the episode goes on. But I I refused. You know, Nick, you're here especially as like a... Uh, you're coming off the reserves for Joe, who his voice is sometimes here, sometimes not. You might hear him this episode, guys, and go, oh, he was faking. And then... I, we're just going to go with that. We're going to go with Joe's faking. And... Nick's here to carry a lot of the load of the conversation on that end, but I refuse to let Joe skip because I just did. So, Joe, I won't really ask you how you're doing because that's a silly question at this point. We kind of already know that. Uh, Nick, you've had COVID. I was going to ask you how pre-releases were because I couldn't make pre-releases, but you weren't there either. Uh, No, I uh, was really looking forward to it, honestly, because... uh... There's some really interesting cards in the set, especially some really interesting pre-release promos. But um, yeah, last uh, last Thursday I got smacked with COVID. I avoided it for two and a half years, and then you know I just couldn't hide any longer. Is there anything out of the set that you actually are looking to play? Um, me personally, no. Um, I'm really riding the high of uh the the swim freely deck right now. Um, it's it involves the the from Lost Origin, the Finion with the Oceanic accompaniment, and it only runs the Dugong. Like it doesn't run any of the other swim freely pieces. And I've been able to do decently well at locals uh, with that. Uh, obviously, it's not going to do well at any kind of sanctioned event, but uh, so I've been running off of that, and um, I've been playing a bit of Lost Box. And uh, as if people hear my name mentioned, I'm a very very big one prizer guy. Um, and honestly, I'm just holding out for Scarlet Violet, um, when, uh, when that comes around, um, especially the games in, uh, two weeks by the time when this episode goes live. So, yeah, yeah, well, we will be at the, man, I'm, yeah, I, I've literally debated taking off work, not even because I don't know, like, like I could easily just go to work that Friday, the game releases and just be completely cool with it, but I'm sitting twiddling my thumbs for like over a month and a half. I, I think I'm probably just going to call it off and just play the game all day. That's the children. The children, Mike. My, my girlfriend's mom comes into town uh, the 18th, so I won't uh, be able to oh, <laughs> enjoy no. that, that whole weekend. So, I, you know what? I might, just, uh, I might just enjoy it anyway. We'll see. What if, what if you're still contagious until then? then? You know what? Then we'll just tell her not to come. <laughs> i can't i have i'll to. probably be in the er at that point but yeah i guess if we were extending it this far that'd be quite the concern joe you have aren't you working too that weekend yeah yo this is disappointing release day for the game <laughs> i'm just waiting for the game man there's there's so many games i i'm like oh i should i should play that like persona 5 we're talking about but i'm like ah I, I don't know i just want to play pokemon mike will have the Kokodex completed by saturday afternoon I I unironically had Sword and Shield's Pokedex finished by Sunday. Like it came out Friday, and I had it completed 100 percent by Sunday. Yo, I'm 
now, okay. We try to refrain from talking about details one way or another about the game on the show, but because there are like more avenues of stuff in this game, I don't know if I'll be able to just pound for pound knock this sucker out the way I normally do. Oh, I agree. So essentially based on what I've heard, because I kind of stay up on things, leaks or not, that's just how I do things. But it seems like there will be a lot to do. Yeah, it seems like there will be at least two and a half times the game of a normal Pokemon game. So and I am not a just college student that binges stuff anymore. I get very, uh, very much uh, burnt out if I just binge a game too long. But we'll see. I haven't played a single player like game like that in probably over a year. And the last time I did, I binged it a good bit. So we'll see. If you hit the right mood, yeah, you're done for. I mean, and it's coming close to holiday, like holiday time for Thanksgiving. So like there will be opportunities. But, you know, we brought that up mainly just because we don't really have a lot. We're playing Lost Origin. I don't... Lugia isn't really catching my eye. I mean, pre-releases... We didn't really see a lot of hits because these sets are a billion and a half cards. So I, I don't know. Reggie Drago is the most interesting thing. I think but... Reggie Drago box is a really cool deck that will bring a lot of flavor to uh, tournaments. I just don't know how well it'll uh, it'll place at like the regional level because Caliente. Uh, pe- people uh, <laughs> people say. Um, it's like the new Mew, Mew, uh, Mew 3, but Mew 3, you could just slap down turn one and just be swinging. So I don't know how it definitely has some big hitters behind it with uh, a lot of the dragons that are currently legal. But um, I, I don't know. I don't think it'll make as large of an impression as uh, people want it to. You know, I think it's more of a want to. I mean, I I don't think this set is going to impact things the way Lost Origin did. Just purely because Lost Origin had a theme being the Lost Zone. I mean, Reggie Drago is a thing. And like we said, there are some very powerful Dragon-type cards that exist that people could take advantage of and completely prove us wrong. But, I mean, one of the things that made Mew 3 kind of run into some holes still exists, which is Path. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, there's, there's still things that are out here that make it so i think drago i hope i see it played at events well path doesn't shut off drago doesn't it it's an ability is it not it's a no, base it's attack it's an attack it's an attack yeah, i was thinking it's, of its legacy it's star ability. That you don't need it's actually better than having an ability because dragon types um energy um energy requirements are all over the place so yeah. it's actually more like cross fusion um what it is is it's fire grass grass so you can gardenia which is the effective welder for it um which but is huge, only, but only to bench. Um, I still think that Gardenia should have been anywhere, a glo- like go- global. But um, the ability to have Gardenia and cover attack costs that might have been too strange or on stage twos or you know just not viable V stars is definitely something that's really good. Its ability, what you're thinking of, is uh, the discard the that's top. The, that's I the discard seven. seven thing. Yeah, discard seven, take two back. Uh, yeah, I, I was getting those confused. And I guess there's also the fossil gimmick going on, and we could see some cheeky stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of cheeky stuff. There's a cheeky Hypno, actually, in the set that's very interesting. That's, um, I believe it's for one Psychic. You um, put you search your deck for two Stage 1s and just put them onto your bench. Um, 
which that you could do a lot of shenanigans with. You could do a lot of shenanigans with that, and you know, single prizer brain immediately goes looks at psychic types. And there's a there's also a new uh, Dracopult in the set, um, which you can discard any number of your benched Dreepy and deal a hundred to. Let me see if, it's, if I believe it's to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Um, let me find. You can do here. some really cool snipe stuff. Uh, yeah, so it's for one psychic energy Dragoon Launcher. Uh, or Dragon Launcher. Uh, you may discard any number of your bench to Dreepy up to the number of your opponent's Pokemon in play. For each Dreepy discarded this way, choose one of your opponent's Pokemon, and this attack does 100 damage to each Pokemon chosen this way. So obviously, it's a little bit clunky if you have to evolve up from Dreepies, because then that kind of caps out your damage at 200, because you have to have a backup Dreepy to evolve. But if you use this Heap Hypno to cheat out the uh, Dracolokes, uh, which the Hypno is only one Psychic Energy. Um, and I'll read its exact text here. Um, search your deck for up to two Stage 1 Pokemon and put them onto your bench, then shuffle your deck. So if you search two Dracolokes, you still have access to the Dreepies, and you can just evolve those two Dracolokes into Dragapults and not have to worry about that clunkiness. So that's a cool deck that I, I, I saw when going through the uh, the set list. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. I... I... I knew the Hypno existed. I like the Dragapult kind of synergy, I guess, with that. I'm trying to look through other stuff. The Radiance are kind of irrelevant. In terms of how where GLC will fall, I think certain cards are a shoo-in, but we're just going to kind of wait to see how that, that, that area of thing plays out. You know that Hypno might be pretty good in GLC, too, if you have an evolved. It's worth trying. Mm -hmm. It's at least worth trying, because there's not a ton of Hypnos being played, if any. So there, <laughs> there's some cool stuff, right? So it's 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 there, but there's not too much else to say on Silver Tempest. It's around. It'll be out very soon. So I, I, as a final point, I do think Lugia has a solid place um, that it could thrive um, because only because of V Guard energy and powerful colorless energy. V Guard energy is the new energy in the set that says. Um, the poke the color or the i believe it's the pokemon v or the pokemon it's a damage pokemon, from pokemon v yeah the pokemon this card is attached to takes 30 less damage from the attacks of your opponent's pokemon v but you can only have one of them attached uh, or only one of them works um so you can't have four of these on one pokemon and it takes 120 less that doesn't work it only takes 30 less but that 30 less puts lugia's health i believe to 300 uh 310 actually which is a pretty big deal uh, to be hitting 310 for only two prizes. So Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. with its attack able to hit um, with with powerful colorless. If you have three power, powerful colorless and one V-Guard, you're hitting 280, and it's hard for them to one-hit you back. So it's definitely a solid, solid contender of a deck. And we're um, assuming that that's with Archeops. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I don't we're think assuming that has there. a place otherwise without Archeops. Uh, the the biggest problem the deck has is there's really no special energy recursion in standard. Right. So once it's gone, you're gone. Mm -hmm. So really, I think it's going to be people are going to search double turbo, some uh, and V guard and one power powerful colorless to counteract the double turbo, and then you're hitting two twenties. Is really I feel like what the the normal attack for Lugia is going to be, but you can do some absolute shenanigans with it, definitely. Sweet. I'm in for it. I'm excited to see 
And again, we'll be getting this out soon. So once it's fully out and we see some regional events, we'll be able to comment on more. Uh, Dead Voice Joe, do you have any comments on Silver Tempest? No. Oh, that sounded normal. No, that's not normal. This is kind of a normal voice right now. Oh, I also will say my my last my last hurrah is I think forced uh, seal stone the the ability stone is a le- very legitimate game changer for decks that were maybe a, uh, a little bit too slow or one prize decks that just ran um, a uh, like a crobat or a luminion or especially that new that um deck that people are making with uh, Reggie Lecky, uh, Vmax and Vicavolt item lock you can then right. use this forced seal stone as just a once per game tutor you attach it to your crobat or your luminion or your whatever and you now have a v-star power without running an extra random line that doesn't really help you so i think Can't that forced seal stone is is really strong especially obviously it's really strong in mew right but we're looking at the other cases yeah it, it's baby rcs's ability but that being said search one is still search one you can do right. it turn one too right so that in that way, it's more efficient. So uh, it, it's rare that they make these tools that actually end up working. Like you go to the Z crystals and stuff like that they've made in the past. But this one, I do agree. It it has all of the makings for a tool that will be utilized in some way. I'm just curious to see what it is. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we have another set that got released. Crown Zenith or Zenith. Zenith. Crown Zenith is coming out in january for america europe this set kind of bounces off of the v-star universe set that releases in december in japan this is the official send-off for the sword and shield era of the card game Uh, january will also be a couple months after the game is out we'll probably know a lot more information about what the first ex set is actually going to look like a little bit about this set because there's really not a whole lot to add to it. The set's going to have over 160 cards. We know most of them will be kind of like the trainer gallery, gallery reprint, stuff like that. Five Pokemon VMAX, eight Pokemon V-Star. That's where we're going to be getting like the Rotom V-Star, Zacian, Zamazenta V-Star, cards that we revealed on the Japanese side of things a while back, but we have not gotten ourselves. 17 Pokemon V. They had this Galarian Gallery, which is basically just the Trainer Gallery. So you have all these reprints. You have this Trainer Gallery existing. The interesting part about it is we will be getting, it states, three brand new Radiant Pokemon. And I, I looked at different sources to try to see if this was accurate. We might be getting another Radiant Charizard. Sorry, Joe. We are getting a Radiant Chargebug. Not Vigable. Chargebug. And then Radiant Eternatus. I think that's our first not final evolved Radiant Pokemon. I think it is two. I I, I mean... I can do it. But yeah, the uh, the third one... uh, What was was the third one again? Eternatus. Radiant Eternatus. Mm. Which, that makes sense. Like the charger bug, it better have the ability that the charger bug had where it became two energies or three energies. Yo, that'd be lit. Honestly, that was for if you just gave me a charger bug with that ability as a radiant, I don't know. Cool. Oh, I, I am wrong, by the way. We did get radiant Eevee, but I almost feel like that doesn't count. Well, yeah, in the box, I guess. Eevee, Eevee, like, Eevee and Pikachu like don't count. 
So Charger Bug's the first middle Evo, and I, I don't. It's got to be related to electric energy, right? I, I, yeah, I, I would be very surprised if they made it a bug type radiant. They well, I mean, just don't like the have an electric type radiant, uh, by the way. Well, I guess that's fair, and I, and I just, I'm mainly meaning what Joe said, how the last Charger Bug could like basically turn into energy. That'd be cool. You know, even if it was a similar ability and not much else beyond that, it would at least be a radiant that has use. Because, I mean, I guess we've seen radiant Gardevoir be used in these healing decks, but I know we're getting like radiant Serena, like I guess does healing. We have radiant Alakazam coming out in this set. Like, ooh, yeah, I love. I guess you can move damage counters. It they're okay. Yeah, I was having a conversation with uh, some some other people about this, and it's really the poster child of the Radiance are Greninja and Charizard. Um, Shocker. Yeah, Greninja is just the splashable one you can put in any in any deck. Concealed cards is just so strong. Um, as long as you don't, as long as you're not running four energy Zoroark, you kind of just can run Radiant Greninja, right? And Radiant Charizard just has seen so much play in Lost Box or in Charizard and Talion. Um, and then it's a huge step down from those two to the next playable ones, which are like Halucha Gardevoir, which have seen fringe play. Uh, if you don't remember what Halucha Gar uh, Radiant Halucha does, um, your active Pokemon does 30 more damage to VMAXs, yep. uh, opponents active VMAXs. And that's seen play. I know people that were playing Samurott were playing it, or people that... Um, play uh Hisu and Zoroark play that to get the the numbers up a little bit and then obviously Gardevoir sees play with those stall decks with like uh Gudra but then other than those four the Radiants don't get C play yeah and I I could see is Zoroark your damage counters or your opponents damage counters on your field so including your say so. So Alakazam doesn't really play into that mm-hmm so they're really, yeah, I don't know. Alakazam, Alakazam's attack is also not terrible, though. It's one of the few Radiants with a pretty decent attack. Like, that has an ability, but you, like, the attack is pretty neat, too. Uh, yeah, for the psychic, hand. For Psychic Colorless, 20 times the number of cards in your opponent's hand. Um, that can be a pretty good fringe attacker, um, especially if you can use it. But Psychic isn't really a, a type right now. That Like, Mew is a, Mew is a type. Psychic isn't really a type. Yeah, fusion fusion strike Mew is not psychic being relevant. Mm -hmm. It's not, and, and so we and we've touched on that before a lot too. So we'll we'll be getting these cards. The radiance, I'm sure we will see before the new Scarlet and Violet set cards. I just feel like we're getting that set. We know we're getting that set. Japan is getting cards in it, so I'm expecting to see those cards pretty soon. I really am. So. We'll give you guys more information on that as we move forward, but we just wanted to note that it was out, or the news was out at least, and that should be probably like a month before we get our first Scarlet and Violet set, so right around that rotation time. It looks like, uh, based on release dates, the Elite Trainer Box comes out Janu January 20th, which is around the um, release date, uh, or, or not release date, the pre-release date of our sword and shield or our scarlet violet base set that should be around the pre-release date and then the final uh collection that is released for crown zenith will come out may 5th so these products are going to be printed for what looks like a while so um 
all the way all the, into like mid year, you should still see these on shelves. So um, we'll definitely know the full contents of this for a while um, when this comes out. Perfect. Joe, any comments? Comments. Perfect. I'm telling you, he was faking it this whole time. The last <laughs> piece of news. Because really on the news side of things, not any huge regionals, not any huge releases yet. I feel like Pokemon's just kind of gone dark until the game's release. We did get some unexpected news. As of Monday, on Halloween, we got the announcement from TPCI that Pokemon TCG Live is expected to launch globally next month. That is scary news. It is. I mean, for real. It's, it's a beta that we've heard some rather concerning things about. You know, players that are using it, the bugs that are happening, the problems that are happening within its its operating system as a whole. That being said, though, they did put out a comment basically saying the changes that they've been making have been going well. The community has received them well. I haven't necessarily seen the community receive it well. So I don't really know if that's accurate. That being said, though, we've been waiting for this client, I feel like, for a really long time since we knew it existed. So, yeah, Fusion Strike uh, was when they switched the codes. So, which, it's which, been about a year. That's where we sat there and went, oh, it, it must be ready. But clearly, they were not. I'm actually happy they did the way they did with the beta at this point. And, Joe, you've said this before. So, I guess I'll try to speak for you here just to take your time. Because at this point, we've had TCGO. We're used to kind of the problems that exist within it, and we'd rather get a client that is better and wait. And we finally made it, I guess. The biggest changes being that there's going to be a dust system, so the trade market will be officially dead. I'm planning on moving my accounts over because if it's going to launch, there's no reason not to. I, I know there's going to be a debate whether or not events will happen on what platform, but if transferring your account is just transferring your account. I would imagine that the second this launches, that's where we're going to see the online events happen. I mean, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. Um, as of now, <clears throat> so like if you're in, if you're involved in any team challenges, um, ask your local uh, organizer. But I'm almost confident uh, at our local scale, you have to stay on TCGO um, until this season of t- team challenges is over. So um, I don't know how long that is. Again, ask your local organizer. I, I, could, be, I could be wrong, but I'm almost confident that's what Rai said. So right. um, yeah, uh, that would be one reason to not transfer if you're playing in those kinds of events. Um, also, if you play in any of like the Discord late nights or any of that kind of stuff, it's up to those organizers what f- platform that's held on. So some people might uh, not want to update upgrade because those aren't transferring over yet or all of them are going to go look this came out we're transferring over now if you want to keep participating transfer over so again that's what that's what i'm guessing is going to happen majority of the team challenge like you said that that makes sense there's still something going on mm-hmm. does it make sense it though would... <clears throat> because now you have that market open now you can actually have more uh more possibilities of different range of decks, right? Yeah. Or am I misreading the whole yes, Pokemon also, Live market? I feel like if a problem happened 
that there was like say a pretty big glitch or something and then they couldn't finish out the team like the team challenges that would be like pretty bad PTCG yeah, well, glitches all the time. Still, they still have like ways to get around those glitches. Those glitches. The glitches though in PTCGO also to be fair are like weird ones. The ones that have been happening in live are like you can force auto wins. Like you can force your opponent to not be able to play and then they just lose. So Which is why it's scary, right, that this is releasing. It's still I think it's still considered a beta. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't think it's the official like this is the 1.0 launch. Right. So they're not, I don't think they're going to force everyone over until they know that, hey, all of these massive, uh, these massive issues that people have brought to our attention. Now that we have this influx of players, we've been able to take care of it. And now we feel secure launching one, uh, 1.0. And let, like, let's bring everybody over now. Like we're closing servers for PTCGO. And right. I feel like, that, I feel like since this is being launched next month, um, I feel like the uh, the PTCGO servers I don't think will last past Q1 of uh maybe I'll 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 I'll, I'll double down on saying they won't pa- pass Q2 um 2023. I, I think by then all the major like terrible glitches will be ironed out and they just want to be able to fund only one type of server. Right. And and we we don't know exactly when they're going to release. Uh, Poker Beach does note that all of the beta releases in the past have been on Tuesdays. So we're looking at the 15th, 22nd, or the 29th of this month. I I don't know if it's going to be one of those things where it just gets shadow dropped, but it very well could be. Uh, we I, could very well walk into a week and just see it exist. I can be almost certain that it's not going to be the 17th. You mean the 15th? That or, week of the game? Uh, yeah, the week of the game. I... I I would be very surprised if they dropped it the same week of the game. I'm just thinking it's going to be the 29th. Mm-hmm. Because they already said they were going to release it by the end of the year. Pushing it up is good. But at this point, I'm expecting it to let the game release, the video game, get that kind of out of the way, and boom, here's the new client. Yeah. So Also, I- then you with, with the new game release, we saw this with Sun and Moon, uh, the new game release brings a large influx of players into the card game. I remember our card shop, uh, one of the largest pre-releases ever, was the Sun and Moon base set pre-release. Which, to that point, you could also look at it and go, the 22nd is the release date because that follows the release of the game. You mm-hmm. know, it really mm-hmm. could be a, hey, Scarlet and Violet is out. If you want to start getting into the card game before the new set comes out, look, right alongside of it, we have this client launching. Yeah, it could. So, but which yeah, one do you Which play? one do you prefer? No, but I, I generally think this is good news. Uh, with Crown Zenith, TCG Live, Silver Tempest coming out. For a rather dry week in terms of new information, I do think that there's good news coming out for the trading card game community as a whole. Um, and with that said, it's a nice and easy week. We can get out of here. So before we go, Joe, Dead Voice, are you going... Or do you have any other comments? No. No. I... I don't know, dude. I think you're just lying about this whole time. Your voice has been fine the backstretch of this episode. Do you know how many times I muted to hack my lung out? Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed amounts. Thanks for being considerate. Absolutely. Anytime. Nick, any comments before we head out this week? No. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to some new uh, to see what comes out of 
this uh, Silver Tempest set. Um, you know, maybe maybe people will uh, come up with some wacky decks with um, a level of Nine Tails um, or Lowland Vulpix because people are kind of not talking about it at all. And the decks that no one talks about are always the ones that just show up at regionals because everyone was testing them. So uh, I'm kind of interested to see what happens with that. But um, yeah, TCG Live, uh, I hope it works. That's that's my opinion on it. That, that is a good opinion. Yeah, hope that it works. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, the next big regional we're looking at is that first weekend of December. So really, that's going to be where we can finally start talking, I think, about the new set's release and how it impacts the meta. It's kind of scarce on English regionals, but we have other stuff going on. So thank you guys so much for supporting us and listening each and every week like you do. Appreciate both Joe and Nick for being on this week. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.